Okay, we go, we go. Good morning, everyone. It is great to see you all. Um, I apologize. We had a bit of a technical meltdown in Antwerp this morning, and my job is technical overseer, so I had to help sort some stuff. Um, yeah, so update from Antwerp. This is my wonderful family, Rihanna, and you want to come and join me? Um, yes, Rihanna and I got married here six years ago, for those who may remember it. It does feel like a longer longer than that, a long time ago, but for many of you, I'm sure that's not been that long. And we now have three children, Alicia, Emmelyn, and Noah. Alicia is five, Emmelyn is, turns three in three weeks, and Noah is six months old. So this is my wonderful family. Can you say hello? Hello. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> so yeah, this is the wonderful girls, and yeah, they are the, we have really enjoy doing ministry together in Antwerp. Yes. So, first and foremost, we really see ourselves in Antwerp for the long haul. We've been there for six, we've been living in Antwerp for five years, um, but we really see ourselves here for a good 10, 15 years um, to come. And we currently live in an outskirts region of the city, but, and the church is also located that we are part of in another district, so we are <laughs> fully interconnected into the city. Um, we live in, an, we, well, for many of you who know and have followed us for a while, um, we, most of our ministry is planted within the church, the Lighthouse Fellowship. And that is the cornerstone of most of our ministry, I serve as the associate pastor, and Rihanna serves as the worship pastor in the church. Um, and we've been very active and busy in trying to help work with this church to reach the kingdom. And a bit of context for what that looks like is we, we are actually a portable church. So every Sunday we set up, and at the end of the service we tear down. So we get it, I get there at 8 o'clock in the morning. I set up for two hours. We at 10 o'clock we pray, and 11 o'clock the service starts. And then we tear down, we're normally done by one, and two o'clock we all go home. Um, in Belgium, the average percentage of Christians is just 2%. So there is a very, very lacking of active, or you say Protestant Christianity. There are Messianic Jews, there are Catholics as well, but we don't know the statistics on how many are actually active. But in Antwerp, that figure is about 1.5% to 2% of active Christians. So we live in a very unchristian environment. Um, our kids actually both go to a Catholic school. Uh, we found the best Catholic school that we could find for morals and teaching. They're actively teaching Jesus and values that we find important. So we're very thankful for that. Um, but churches and Christianity is very marginalized where we live. We, um, churches are treated like a non-profit business. So you have to give your tax reports and everything, and it's treated like a business. So we have to be very careful and very strategic in how we work and operate to make sure that everything functions in a good way. Um, our ministry is built around this verse. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you. We really see ourselves building God's kingdom. It's not about a church. It's not about a ministry. We really see ourselves building God's kingdom. And we live in a time where we need to think bigger than ourselves and bigger than what we are to really see what God is doing. Um, since we've been there, we've seen a radical change of faith. 
when we first came, people were very against you if you said you were a Christian. People were very hard. But now we're starting to see an openness, a part of the increase of spirituality in general in the city. Um, and we're starting to see faith in general starting to be available and able to be planted into. Part of that is the church. We started a cafe. We fundraised for two years 40,000 euros and launched a cafe in the heart of the city. Um, it sits about 30 people, and it's really built around the idea of coffee and purpose. So all of the non-Christians come, they buy their coffee and enjoy it because they think, oh, well, everything I buy goes to a good purpose. So that's kind of part of how we're trying to connect with people in the main city. Of course, outside the city, we have a church. We're about 150 people um, with kids, of, and we're in a theater. And then the other things that we do is we have a, um, the church is connected to a daycare, which Rihanna works, I'm sure you've heard of. Um, and they are connected to, they serve 90% Muslim parents. And so 90, all of these kids that come get a Christian teaching at a daycare, so zero to two and a half, and hear about the gospel and are given these Christian values and ethics from a young age. And Rihanna is part of the ministry, and that is her job. My job, of course, is mainly church-related, and we also together pour a lot into young people, um, discipling, serving, engaging. That's part of really the next step for us as a family, is really stepping up in ministry, stepping up in discipling and serving. Um, we would say that for us, the biggest thing that we really see is a space to serve, a space to develop. Um, Rihanna mentors a lot of young girls and has them in it. We have them in our home frequently, discipling and mentoring. I have a, a group of guys that I pour into that are part of the church leadership, or not leadership, but they help run the tech with me, and I really have an opportunity to disciple them and engage with them. I lead Bible studies. I founded and started a youth group. Um, and Rihanna runs the ladies' ministry, and I run the men's ministry in the church. So we are very active and engaged. But the real thing that we're really pushing towards now is a house. We've been looking at this one for a couple of years now, but we really believe that's kind of climaxing now to the point that we really believe in the next 6 to 12 months, hopefully, God willing, we should be able to start looking to get a house. Um, for us, that's, we live in a third-floor apartment. It's been lovely, but it limits our impact in the local environment because you're not on street level. You're not very accessible. And we really believe in our neighborhood to have a real impact. You need an accessible place in the neighborhood. And that for us is a house and a big enough space, yes, um, to host people. We're really looking for a four-bedroom place so we can have people over, be a safe space where people can come to because we have a lot of people that we know who have bad um, housing environments and sometimes just need a bed to sleep on. So we really want to be a space where we can say, they can message us and say, hey, I just need a bed. And we say, yeah, sure, come and sleep in the guest bedroom. So that's part of what we're really seeking for. Um, as well is the kingdom as a church. We're connected to 160 other churches in Belgium. When I say churches, the average size of a church is about 30 to 50 people. So it's really not big. Um, uh, but as 160 churches, we have a prayer network. We're seeking to do unity. Last October, we had a worship night with people from all over Belgium. And we were in the theater together. And we worshiped in four languages. We had Messianic Jews. We had a Catholic priest, monks, Protestants, reforms, the whole thing. And we worshiped Jesus together and did communion together. 
We're seeking to take that further in October by hosting a conference in Brussels and having a conference for all these people to come together and worship Jesus. And we're seeking for a venue of about 1,200 people and connecting with churches to try and find that and organize that. So my colleague, the pastor I work with, we're, we're busy getting that, aiming for October. And yeah, um, for us as a family, we really see these next years as, you say, laying down roots, really pioneering and setting up, establishing ourselves as the ability to have an influence in our city and in our nation. Um, God has blessed us with being where we are. He really led us to where we are through he's he's put money on the door he's put money in the envelope we've seen real god's provision um not only there but also with your guys support every time that we needed something there was always this time for the saint john's money to come in um it really was a blessing and it's crazy to say that we've been in ministry for nine years now i left saint john's when i was 18 i'm now to this year turned 28 so i've done full nine years of ministry and it's been absolutely incredible and a real journey, but this is really for us now the start of what I would call proactive, active ministry rather than learning and training. So for us, there's really that shift of really, we believe in the next two years, we probably might take over the church that we're serving in. That, of course, doesn't include a salary because in Belgium, there aren't that many resources. So I've served for the past three years full-time as a volunteer and survived off the donations from you guys and from other places that support us. As, but as of this year, we had a, managed to arrange a deal with our church to do a 12-month salary. Of course, that's um, a lot more involved than it says. We managed to arrange a basic salary for me uh, for 12 months, but 50% of whatever I get, the church has had to pay about that the same to the government for social security and other things. So just to say you're paying me a thousand actually means the church had to fundraise two thousand. So it really wasn't that convenient or good. But the main reason why we did it is because it makes us eligible for a mortgage. So that's been one of the things we've been really busy working. And now this month I'm six months into that contract. So that's why in the next couple of months we can hopefully go to a mortgage social mortgage provider and get a mortgage. So that's for us is the main thing you can pray into. It's the house, pray into unity in Belgium. Belgium is a country divided in politics, divided in nationality. It has four, three main national languages. Um, it is a political, it's got the record for the longest time without a functioning government. Churches are the most disunited and unfortunately the least light places around when people see churches they either think big catholic churches that are empty or political infighting so there's a lot been a lot of history and things to work with in belgium that we've been growing in so unity is a huge thing to pray for and also just that we can really settle in and grow into the ministry I mean, one thing that we tried to do financially is we set up our own Christian t-shirt company um, to try and, one, create a support for ourselves, but to reach the gap because there is no Christian clothing in Belgium, really, that's good quality. Everything we do is fair trade, organic, um, and re uses recyclable materials. So we're really trying to have an impact with the clothes that we, we make and sell. So this is kind of where we are. I mean, I know it's very rushed and all over, but there is a lot going on, and we are both very busy and loving what we do, 
but we're really seeing God move. We've seen many salvations come in the past couple of months as well. We've seen huge transformation, and God is really moving. So I just want to say thank you, and I appreciate all of your time, your support, and for having us. So. I think it would only be right for us to not kind of recommission, but just pray uh, for Callum and Rihanna as they go on to this next stage of their ministry and their life as a family. So I'll pray on your behalf, but do keep praying for them. They are linked to St. John's and we're proud of them. And we, we need to keep them in, in our minds and keep praying for them. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for Callum and Rihanna and the family, for their lovely children. We thank you for the work they've done uh, over these last six, nine years or so. We pray that you continue to bless them and to use them in wonderful ways. We pray that you would give them the security, the finance, the accommodation that they need to be free to serve you in power and in truth. We pray, Lord, that you would keep them safe, that you would bless them, that you would guide them, and continue to use them to your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.